Chapter 5. One Thing. Luke 10, 42. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. Have you ever thought about what you would do if you could hang out with Jesus for one day? Let's say you had a month to plan the visit. What would you do? Would you show him around your town? Would you give him a tour of your house? I mean, I feel like that would be weird because every five minutes or so, you'd have to interrupt the tour with, of course, you already knew that, Lord, since he knows everything. Would you plan your outfit or just kind of throw on whatever clothes you had lying around? Be honest now. I think I would make a list of questions to ask him, and I would probably want to snag a couple pics of us hanging out just to prove that it had really happened. Sadly, I bet a large part of our day would be me trying to impress Jesus. I don't know, I guess I would try to recite Bible verses or something. If I'm being honest, a large part of my life is trying to impress people. And I know I'm not alone on that, too. We all want to be liked. We all want to be special. We all want people to look at what we bring to the table and tell us how good we are and how necessary our gifts are to the overall effort. For some people, life's deepest hurts have come from this very problem. They know they can never really please their mom or their spouse or whomever. For some folks, every milestone or achievement they've reached or accomplished in their life has been a vain attempt to secure the approval of their dad, who may already be long gone. The bottom line is this, we all want someone we value to value us, and some of us are afraid it'll never happen. At the end of chapter 10, Luke tells us that two sisters did, in fact, get to hang out with Jesus right there in their home. Their names were Martha and Mary from the village of Bethany, and Luke tells us that Martha invited the Lord over and then busied herself with lots of preparations. I imagine her mopping floors, scrubbing countertops, weeding the flower beds, ironing the curtains, setting out the family Bible scroll in a very visible place, and maybe even making a cake in the shape of the Ark of the Covenant. In short, she was working really hard to make this the greatest experience of hospitality that Jesus had ever known. Meanwhile, Jesus was in the sitting room teaching about the kingdom of God to everyone else in the house. Among the folks sitting and listening was Martha's little sister, Mary. Can you imagine the frustration Martha was feeling as she watched her sister sit there with the Lord while she did everything that needed to be done? Well, you don't have to imagine it for long, because at some point Martha burst into the room and went off. Lord, I'm doing everything by myself. Don't you care? Make her help me. I wonder sometimes if Martha really wanted help or not. I have this nagging suspicion that the only thing Martha really wanted was the very first thing she said. Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do everything by myself? In other words, maybe she really just wanted Jesus to care about what she had done. Maybe she wanted Jesus to walk in the house and notice the clean floors. Maybe she wanted Jesus to gasp and applaud Martha for the table settings or the aroma of the appetizers. Maybe she really just wanted Jesus to value her contribution and acknowledge that she was special. I'll tell you this. 
if that's the case, I know exactly how Martha felt because that's what I want too. I mean, I always want that. Isn't that what you want sometimes too? For folks like me who grew up in church, we have a hard time believing that Christianity isn't about that very thing. You know, doing what you can, as hard as you can do it, in order to get Jesus to value you. But doing things to win Jesus' approval is not the point of Christianity at all. Being good enough or special enough to chisel a reluctant smile across the face of a hard-to-please God is not what we're about. It's not why Jesus came. Jesus was about to show Martha just how much he valued her. He was going to allow himself to be crushed in her place and in my place. He was going to endure the demolition of his own dignity to pay the price for all my pride. When he went to the cross, he stretched out his arms willingly and even gladly to accept the burden of all our wrong. He did it so that he could get rid of that burden, to get it out of the way. He did it so that we could be restored to him. He did it so that we could really know him. He did it because the point of Christianity is not doing what you can to appease God. The point of Christianity is knowing and loving Jesus. Jesus told Martha that one thing was necessary, that Mary had chosen the better thing and it wouldn't be taken away from her. What had Mary chosen? Well, she was just sitting there with Jesus. She was just being near him, listening to and loving him. That's the point. You don't have to prove anything to him. You don't have to do anything to appease him or make him love you. He already loves you. And he proved it on the cross. You are infinitely special. Your value is nothing less than the blood of God. He did that to pave the way to a real relationship where you know him and listen to him and love him. As the Lord said through the prophet Jeremiah, no longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying, know the Lord, because they will all know me. One thing is needed. One thing really matters. Jesus has done everything necessary to give you the chance to love him. So love him. For more on this, get to a quiet place. Read Luke 10, 38 through 42, and Jeremiah 31, 31 through 34. Why did Jesus die? What does it say about you? What do you mean to him? What would it be like to stop trying to impress the Lord and simply know and love him?